Hello, 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 and welcome to the Pottervision Podcast, the podcast where every single week, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and a gentleman you might have heard of, Tom Lawrenson, we look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books, and we talk about them in front of an audience that isn't there yet, because this is recorded. This week, we're on episode 990, and we're on episode 33 of book four, The Death Eaters. You were eating some yogi, weren't you, before? Uh, yes. I have had a bit of bread with jam and some grapes. That's been my brekkie this morning. Bread with jam? Drink with jam and bread. Did you not toast it? No, I like to have me soft. It was like a milk roll, a little milk roll, because I'm a child, and I had some... Raspberry jam on it, and then uh, some grapes for dessert. You heard it here first, listeners. Uh, the co-host of the Pottervision podcast, who sits by the host, has a sandwich for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very delicious, if you don't mind me saying. And then I, I went for a, a lovely walk around the village. Oh, really? Yeah been trying to get slightly more active i've not got the motivation in me for a jog oh. but i will try and walk daily for about an hour or so can they all legs pumpy jogging's a waste of time you want yeah. to get into walking yeah exactly it takes longer but it lasts longer but jogging you're gonna hurt your knees you're gonna hurt your groin you're gonna hurt your hips yeah and baby don't want that before his wedding Next time Martina says, Air Lucas, should we go to the cinema? You say, yeah. we shall. I'll set off now. You set off in an hour or so. Yeah, I've loved that. Well, I'll meet you there. Because the other day, we, well, yesterday, we drove to the nearest town, got some food, and then Martina went off to work and I walked back. It's about an hour I'm, walk back. That's good. I must ask you... Do you call each other Air and Fraulein? Yeah, all the time, yeah. Well, she's just Frau now because she's married. But I'm Herr Lucas and she's Frau Martina. Isn't that fun? Yeah. It's like, you know, must... you call Lucy Miss Lucy, don't you? Like, what's the weather like, she's like in Dracula. What's the, the weather, weather like over there? is hot. Can I tell you, there's storms all the time. Like, is it? It'll be hot all the time, and then about once every two or three days, there'll be like a storm for a bit, and then it'll be hot again. It happens thick and fast, whereas in Manchester, it just kind of dribbles a bit, doesn't it, all the time, like pissy rain. I must ask you, have you been into that great evil German forest that they have over there? The Black Forest? I've not been to the yeah. Black Forest, no, no. Have you thought about it? Yeah, I have, yeah, maybe one day I'll go there, have a bit of the famous Black Forest Ghetto. Why don't you have Martina drop you off there on her way to work one day and you can just, like, do endless loops of it for eight hours? I think so, yeah. Have a, have a drive a few hours, drop me off at the Black Forest, go to work, and uh, I'll try and find my way home. <laughs> I think yeah, that'll be good. good for you. Yeah. And after three days, I see a sign saying, Welcome to the Netherlands. I've gone the wrong bloody way. How would I to know? <laughs> I really envy you. You really do live a life of luxury. What do you mean? Well, I'm at the minute because I'm uh, currently unemployed. I think there's few listeners who can say they've had a nicer morning than you waking up when the cock crows or whenever, I don't know, whenever yeah. you wake up. When do you wake up? Like one in the afternoon? In the afternoon, something like that, yeah. yeah. One in the afternoon, he saunters downstairs in his dress robes. Yeah. Has some grapes. Is there a more hedonistic fruit than grapes? <laughs> I get them fed to me by two virgins. Excuse me, I must ask. <laughs> did you lay on the family chaise long and like lower the grapes into your mouth? Yeah, yeah, I did that, yeah. And then I, I pointed and touched God's finger. And did you, uh, so, and you had your bread and butter, and then, honestly, to take, to have the time to take a stroll into a nearby village, it, it breaks my heart. 
<laughs> you could have done that this morning. I could not. I have been bloody whipped off my feet. I've been so busy. You wouldn't even know. Hey, well, this will make you even more jealous. I treated myself to a pack of the Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs? Yeah. Where are they? I must They're have to reach. Yeah. Like, listen, I, I can fucking imagine a pack of Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? Where are they? Where are me Tic Tacs? He needs to know. I must ask you. Yeah. Do you eat mints often? No, not very often at all. It's a rare treat. It something must be happening between us. For yesterday, I ate a pack of spearmint polos. Oh, and you're not normally a minty boy, are you? I'm not. Especially, I like soft mints because you can get a good chew on them. But polos, you have to suck them for a bit before you can chomp them. Yeah, you do, definitely. Well, maybe it was that we got connected by... Uh, we had a phone conversation, didn't we, yesterday? You were on a walk, you decided to ring your... And we had a chat, Do you know we? what? I thought, do you know what? I'm going to offer him the olive branch of friendship. I will give him something beautiful. I will call him up. And I tell you what, I swear you tried to get me off the phone about ten times. And each time I was like, no, I'm going to steamroll this. Because every, no every now and then you'd go, well, like that. And I'd be like, mm, I don't like where this is going. And I'd ask you something, again, more personal. <laughs> well, you know, you did very well with me because I'm not a massive on-the-phone talker. You're not a massive on-the-phone fucking talker. We do a podcast three times a week. Yeah, that's like work, isn't it? But that's you work. Get... It's work talking to me, listeners. You can see <laughs> it work. You managed to get half an hour of me last uh, of me last night. That's very good. And it was tough. Anytime I tried to ask him something about his personal life, he'd steer it back to Potter Vision. I'm like, I don't listen, pal. I don't. I'm not too interested. Like, I'm I'm, I'm off the clock right now. I don't want to talk about Voldemort's fingers. Do you get me? Yeah. Mm. Has Lewis Shaw got any siblings? Friend of the show. How the, f how the hell should I know? <laughs> Friends with him for about 13 years. You, that's more of like a half-life. It's like a half-friendship. It's a quasi-friendship. It's a friendship yeah. that was half-formed. <laughs> <laughs> he, I am, you know, a bell ringer, and he is the hump that is in my back. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always thought of Lewis as that. He's the he hunky Tom's back. He is my unusual face that people try and tug at because they think it's a mask. Yeah. <laughs> He's quasi Belgian. Whereas you are Esmeralda Lucas and yeah. we watch you dance freely throughout the town for you have no job. <laughs> <laughs> Hellfire! Oh. Hellfire! <laughs> <laughs> Every week we'll reference a 90s Disney cartoon on the uh, Double Vision episode. It was Hercules. And now it's uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Next week, who knows? It could be Pocahontas. It could be I hate to say this, but you very much are in the film of Hunchback of Notre Dame. You are most akin to, like... Whoever that man is, that mayor, that man who's like, you know... Oh, the evil bloke. Yeah. Oh, don't like that. I thought I'd be one of those funny gargoyles. For you keep me locked up in a tower uh, that is Stockport, uh, <laughs> unable to leave, and uh, yeah, you're banging your fists and screaming into the fire at those who tempt you. I can neither confirm nor deny you, rather. And his temptations are, metaphorically, uh, grapes, um, walks through a town, and uh, bread and butter, like he's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> bread and butter and a bowl of porridge, that'll do me nicely. Mm. What have mm. you been up to, you absolute legend? Um... um. I went for a long walk yesterday. I'm trying to get back in. I'm trying to wean myself back into exercise, but it's really boring. So, I just the idea of doing a burpee at the minute sounds horrible. So I went for. I, I did fifteen thousand steps yesterday. Oh yeah, well, it's impolite to do a burpee, isn't it? Yeah, burpee. 
Hey, hang on, you just had a go at me for going round the village. You went on a massive countryside walk yesterday. That was after work. I made sure I did my work first, then I went on it. Yeah. All right, fair enough. The other, last, the other day, last week, on the weekend, I went on a walk, and a fly chased me. Yo, you must have smelt very sweet. Opposite. Like, shh, your honour. <laughs> that's it your honour I hold my hands up I plead guilty to the crime of smelling of yeet first of all that's not what's being accused second of all you're not the one being accused can you sit down <laughs> <laughs> so how long did this fly follow you for I was in a field and two flies landed on my arms. Yeah. And I couldn't bear it, so I started sprinting. Yeah. And they followed you. Must have looked unusual for any passers by because I was in a three piece suit with a top hat and monocle halfway yeah. through a field <laughs> and then I started sprinting. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to have seen that. <clears throat> Man from the 20s running away. Be like watching the Victorian Olympics or something. Meanwhile, I have some good news. Uh, so, what's your news, brother? Well, Martina has decided that she wants to uh, she wants to do a masters, and uh, she's just been accepted to do a masters of public health at Fulda University, which is a, a city a couple of hours away. So, uh, we're going to go there in October. That's uh, Fulda. In Fulda, yeah. F U L D A. F-U-L-D-A-A. Fulda. 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 Yeah, so we're going to go there. And, uh, yeah, so once we're married and we've done our honeymoon and all that, we'll go there. Martina will study. I'll get myself one of those jobs I've been hearing about. And uh, that'll be us for the next couple of years. Oh, that's mad. It's good, isn't it? Fulda. The town I've never heard of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where the streets are paved with nobody knows. It's going to be good. That's good, isn't it? Are you good, isn't it? Yeah, it's not too far from... Uh, it's not too far from Frankfurt, if you don't mind me saying. It's Fulda. It's a town in Germany, right? The elevation is 261 metres. It's got an area... Oh, she never told me that. Kilometers scared. The weather right now is 23 degrees. Over there, it's Tuesday. 11.28 uh, is the time. Um, the dialing code is 0661. And the mayor is Heiko Wingenfeld. Hey, she never told me that. I'm not going into that bastard's territory. <laughs> Heiko Wingenfeld. Oi. Looks nice, though. Where? Ooh, t 10 fun facts about Fulda. Ooh, let's hear all 10. <laughs> okay number one home of saint boniface's tomb oh lovely right so these are 10 fun facts right you've had the first fun fact yeah okay. now the second fun fact coffee and cake is one of the most noteworthy baroque districts of germany coffee and cake that's good that's a good fact isn't it yeah. Where royalty and nature merge into one. That's uh -huh. fact three. What do you mean that Question isn't even a four. fact? That's just a line from a poem. <laughs> hey, <laughs> do you want to know a fact about Sandidno? Where the beach is in the floor. What? What is that? <laughs> like a poetic line. Would you like a fact about Blackpool? Yeah. They fuck you up, your mum and dad. They don't mean to, but they do. <laughs> Fact number four. Get your carnival costumes ready. These are more like cryptic crossword clues. What? Hey, Question. Didn't know, uh, you know this, but number carnival costumes ready. <laughs> Fact <laughs> number five. Dare to get lost inside of a gigantic human heart. Okay. 
So Fulda's home to the Children's Academy, a museum of intriguing accommodation of objects. The highlight of the Academy is a walkthrough where you can walk through a gigantic heart. Oh, that's fun. Hey, I'm going to be um, doing that. Get close to a historical gap. Hmm. Just east of the West German Tower Fulda um, is Fulda Gap. It's one of the most heavily armed places on Earth. Uh, well, you'll be protected then. Yeah. The Gap refers to local valleys, rolling hills, and nearby mountains that once represented a strategic military route to the city of Frankfurt. That's oh, that's exciting. Uh, there's the tallest mountain of Hesse. It's the tallest mountain of Hesse. Oh, there's one of them um, toboggan rides. That's I've always wanted to go on one of them. I have to come visit, visit me. just to go on it. We just come to Llandidno. There's toboggans in Llandidno. Well, you ain't there, are you? No, no, that's true. Come to Fulda, then. To You're not thinking, together. are you? You're not thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a chilly visit to German's oldest holy sepulchre. Um, sepulchre? St. Michael's... Yeah, maybe. St. Michael's Church, yeah. uh, cathedral's charming neighbour, is a small barrel chapel built in the style of 1820, 1822. It looks lovely. Time to toot your flute is fact number nine. Ooh. Enjoy an afternoon filled with music at the Mollenhauer Flute Museum. Lovely. You'll be there very often. And question 10, or fact number 10, be part of flying history. The mountain Vasakupe is the home base of one of the most flourishing aircraft glider schools in the world. Hey, there you go. Tell you what, that felt a lot more than 10 facts, didn't it, hey, listeners? You think, you think it felt longer? <laughs> like about 15. Did I it? thought you were going off clicking links and finding other things. No, that was a... That was... That was an article. Kids, t top 10 facts for kids about Fulda. Lovely. I hope you enjoyed that one, kids. I'm in the city centre. Oh, yeah. Google Maps. Oh, yeah. You're on Street View. <laughs> I am, yeah. Well, I Tom, you've got to answer me the big question. Go on. Do they have a McDonald's? I don't know. Now, Tom, are you ready for a Chapter 33 rundown? Yes, Your Honour. It's Chapter 33, The Death Eaters. Voldemort's there looking at his new body going, Oh, don't I look nice? And then he decides to summon all of the Death Eaters. He puts his finger on uh, Wormtail's arm. It goes all black, the dark mark. And suddenly people are arriving. They've got Lucius Malfoy, there's other ones. And there's gaps for people who've died or who have been in Azkaban prison. He's also going on about the fact that he's got a loyal Death Eater in Hogwarts. We still don't know who that is yet. And then he decides he's going to kill Harry Potter, but he wants to do it properly. So he finishes the chapter by ordering Wormtail to unbind, ungag Harry and give him a wand. Mm. And that was the Death Eaters. Ungag me, unbind me. <laughs> Give me a wand. <laughs> so, so you start... Yeah? You'd be happy to know there is a McDonald's in Fulda. <laughs> Brilliant news. Um, they serve Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, brilliant. Oh, I'll tell you what they do nice in Germany. They do like waffle fries. They're very nice. Not at Fulda. Oh. <laughs> what a chapter. What a chapter. I'll tell you what, I don't know about you, but I could go on talking about Fulda for the next 10 episodes. And you know what? I think I may do just that. <laughs> it's given us a new little like subplot throughout the podcast, hasn't it? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so Voldemort... I remember. Yeah, go on. I bloody remember. This really takes me back now because we've got Voldemort back at it. I remember when we first started reading this book, The Goblet of Fire. Was that in January? Oh, well, it would have been 33 weeks ago. Uh, probably even before was January, that... maybe Christmas. 
Christmas because we were in Scotland. We were on the floor of a travel lodge. Oh, that'd have been November then. Yeah, we were on the floor of a travel lodge. Like, lay there, soaked in our own nothing because we were dry. Mm. But, uh, yeah, and it was uh, <laughs> back at that uh, that little house where uh, Voldemort killed that little old man. Oh, yeah, the Riddle House. He killed that little old man, the caretaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. We're at the same house. We're in the garden this time. We're in the graveyard, aren't we? Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> and Voldemort is resurrected. He's examining his own body. He says he's looking at his hands, looking at his feet. At one point, it says he's caressing his own chest. Uh, hello, I am here, you know. Standing on your dad's grave. Yeah, give me five more minutes. Oh, oh. I haven't oh. even caressed the bottom half yet. Well, look at me. Oh, I like this ball. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it. Well done, Wormtail. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> I mean, does he do to the man who's resurrected him, the man who's swaddled him in in rags for the past however many times? He chucks him against a gravestone. He picks Wormtail up with magic and throws him against a grave. What an ungrateful mm. beggar. Yeah. If I was Wormtail... Yeah. He sees right through Wormtail. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't returned to Voldemort out of allegiance. He's returned to Voldemort out of fear of Sirius Black and yeah. Lupin. Yeah, he's scared of going to Azkaban, isn't he? As Voldemort says, and had Sirius Black and Lupin not... Well, I'm blaming Sirius Black. If Lupin hadn't escaped... If Sirius Black hadn't escaped from prison, Cedric Diggory wouldn't be dead right now. Yeah, exactly. And I think Sirius needs to think about that, doesn't he? Because if he'd stayed in prison, uh, what's he called? Um, Ratface would have stayed a rat forever. Yeah. And the Dark Lord would never have been resurrect resurrected. Oh. See, I think, yeah, that'd be the same if Harry Potter had gone to Stonewall High. You know, maybe the sequence of events never would have happened if he hadn't even gone to Hogwarts. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Hey, the other thing I was thinking, because Voldemort talks about his history at one point, and I don't think Voldemort has any idea about what went on in the Chamber of Secrets. I don't think he knows. Because no. he, he goes on about the Philosopher's Stone, and then he goes, oh, and then I was hiding away in Albania until Wormtail turned up. Just so you know, Tom, uh, your diary tried to kill me as well. Say what? Which year? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of diaries, can I say? Which year? Um, you were 16. Oh, he was nasty, him. That's mad, isn't it? What a year to pick. Because I don't think he... You know, whenever he split his uh, horcrux into pieces, how does he go, Oh, I'm going to make one of my horcruxes a diary. But what year should I choose? <laughs> Gets his box of old diaries out. Oh, what that was I, a shit year. What I've always <laughs> wondered is... There's seven Horcruxes. Yeah. You get me? Seven Horcruxes, right. So... If you, like... Do they... If you restore one, if you revive a Voldemort, yeah... Yeah. Is that the same Voldemort coming back? Or is it like a new one taking off where like he last stopped? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, if you resurrect I know what you mean. if you use two Horcruxes, will he join together and make one Voldemort, the original Voldemort, or will they be two new Voldemorts? Oh, I don't know, that'd be good. But then may I don't know, maybe his soul and his body are different things. Because 
they did a Black Mirror episode on the afterlife where you could upload your consciousness to like a computer system and that'd be your afterlife. Right. But it's not really you, is it? It's just a copy of you. Yeah, yeah. It's just the information put together. Like, is it you or is it a copy of you, Your Honour? I wish I could answer you this question. But the, the truth is, I don't know. So the interesting me I've been having a think about uh, the dark mark. Right. So every supporter has to get the dark mark. Like even if even if they don't really like tattoos, like I don't think I'd ever get a tattoo. And it put me off joining a club if it was like, hey, if you're gonna join the club, you have to get a tattoo. Do you know what I mean? Well what club would that be? Well, the, the Death Eaters Club. Snooker Club? Yeah, Snooker Club. You have to get a little tattoo of Steve Davis on your shoulder. Let's say, I don't know, in your local community, the other retirees started a walking club. Yeah. And uh, you needed a tattoo to join said retiree walking club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you get it? No. I'd continue You'd walking be a solo walker. Yeah, I'd be a solo walker. Well, imagine... Voldemort first starting out, right, I'm starting my own terrorist organisation, we're going to murder muggles, we're going to cause chaos. Uh, if you want to join, you're going to have to get your nose pierced. I'm happy to join, but I uh, don't really want that, please. Mm. Do, do you know what I'm saying, Tom? Do, do, do you get where I'm coming from? I think I would get a tattoo or some kind of... Someone said, right, we're starting a little club. I'm like, oh, exclusivity, a clique. Yeah. Yes, please. I love a clique. <laughs> Us against the world. Yeah, that'd be good. Hey, what I was thinking Lucius, well, where are your bangs? <laughs> you are. Um, Vol, yeah. Yeah. Voldemort, yeah. Vol is French for flight. Whoa. De is French for of. Mort. Why? That's French for death. Yeah, death. Flight of death. Ooh! Oh. Scary! <laughs> yeah, why did you choose that? Fly around, don't I, a bit? Death. Sorry, sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. Last time I checked, you're an Englishman. What's all this French you're talking? You're supposed to be xenophobic and now you're using French in your name. What's that all if, about? Sorry, Tom, but if you wanted to talk French, why don't you go... Well, you're at Hogwarts. Why don't you go over to Battenberg? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Battenberg. <laughs> That's a good name for that school. If you want to be fly, if you want to be flight of death, be flight of death. It doesn't. There's no ring to it, but yeah. you know, if that's what you want to be, none of this. Manger bon le pou, none of that. Right, mange le pon le pou. Yeah. Call yourself killer or Mister Evil. Yeah, or even better, Doctor Evil. <laughs> 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 that is good. Hey, I had another dream last night. What? Who were you dreaming about? <laughs> Killer. <laughs> Killer's back. Bas or oh, bastard. The horrible bastard. Yeah, I like that. The horrible bas. Would be a French alternative to uh, Voldemort. An English alternative to Voldemort. Um, it's a flight of death, right? Big nasty. The flying killer. Flying killer, yeah. Yeah. Um, murder wings. Mm. Bastard. B bird's eye git. Oh, I like that. Bird's eye git. <laughs> Swan slasher. Um, bird's eye git just sounds like someone who steals fish fingers. Oh, <laughs> your bird's eye git. Airborne cunt. Oh, I like that. 
That's a good one. I won't repeat it, but I like it. Mm. You have to say it to join. <laughs> Can I not say airborne G-Bop? Lucas, right, imagine, imagine this. You are a Death Eater oh, yeah. in hiding. Yeah. See the dark mark go up in the sky? Yeah. Are you returning? Are you staying put? Oh, I don't know. Well, because if I was a Death Eater, I was probably a bit evil, wasn't I? So maybe I'm thinking, yeah, I've had a nice 13 years off. Let's get back in the yeah, game. But most people, I feel like most Death Eaters have been like, oh, do you know what? There's a reason we've not been looking for him because... Yeah. But then really, does he have any loyal followers? It doesn't seem like anyone's been looking for him for the past 13 years. Everyone's just been getting on with their own little jobs, haven't they? Mm. Wormtail's job of being a rat. Being a rat. But he expects them to turn up like that. As soon as he touches the dark mark on Wormtail's arm, all these Death Eaters suddenly turn up after 13 years. One of them must have been having a shit at the time. <laughs> he just operates with his pants down his trousers, down his ankles. Look, I'm here. I need to wipe myself. But I'm here, Lord. I need to wipe myself. But I was I'm getting here. rid well, of my own dark mark, if you don't mind me saying. So, do you know what? Um, Wormtail, wipe me. No, he's my servant, not yours. Come on, he's everyone's. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> oh, that's cold. I use my metal hand. <laughs> that's going to have no traction whatsoever. A metal hand. You're just moving it around. <laughs> you need a tissue this... hand. Or a sponge <laughs> hand. <laughs> You turn this into the muckiest podcast in the Northwest. Voldemort, can you make me a sponge hand? Well, you've had a metal one, that's that's yours. Yeah. Get a glove. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he has a go at them, all these supporters who've come back to him like this. He's like... Going, oh, where were you? Why weren't you looking for me? Look, we're here. You're preaching to the converted. We can go home if you want. Mm. We've turned up. I was in the middle of lovemaking. Exactly, doing the crucio on people. I wish yeah. I'd not come. I wish I'd not come. I come at your beck and call and you crucio me. Do you know that's Thanks illegal a bunch. Do you know that's illegal? <laughs> it was illegal when we started. Oh, I'm just making sure you're still new. Uh, God, I'd be doing a bad kid over in it. You know, look at that kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> look at... <laughs> and Harry's watching all this. And it says he wishes the police would turn up. What's PC Plod going to do against the Dark Lord? <laughs> right, I'm the local police community support officer of Adakadavra. Why are you wishing him turning up? <laughs> you can't be on that grass. <laughs> oh, please, I hope the SAS turn up. <laughs> Come on, Black Ops. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've never wanted them before, but KGB, show your face to me. <laughs> well, where are those dogs from Paw Patrol? <laughs> Can always sort something out. Wish for the ministry, Harry. Yeah. Huh? Why the police? So, also, that's just gone off. V v v their little dark mark. V v v Snape's got to be going. Rut row, raggy. Because he's still got one, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That Karkarov, I don't know if Karkarov's been summoned to this meeting either. So does it still go off? Or, like, since they've, like, you know... 
um, said they've quit. Is a vol of uh, is Snape's and Carcroft Darkmark still going like? <laughs> oh, sorry, that's me. That's oh, me. I, I won't take it. No, go. No, <laughs> no, no. It'd be wrong to. <laughs> Maybe they've had it like lasered. You know, like people get their tattoos lasered to get rid of them. I'm good now. I want, I want my dark mark lasered. Mm. Mm. Can't get rid of it for real. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Now, I've heard of being born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Mm. But to be reborn and then give a rat man a silver appendage upon his wrist. Yeah, that's a new one. Well, and it's got, like, mega strength as well. He, like, crushes rocks with it. What's that all about? I'm never going to use this. Everything I touch gets destroyed. What's this? Well, it might stop you wanking, Wormtail. Hey, this is a family podcast. (laughs) Every time I pick up a bowl of cereal, it shatters. I've got to say, right, I might make some, like, you know, adult jokes sometimes, but that is nothing compared to the horrific, morbid jokes you make where you call Cedric Diggory Dedrick Siddery. (laughs) I think that is awful. We'll do a poll on Instagram. We'll say, what's worse, Cedric Diggory being called Dedrick Siggory or... The idea of a rat wanky with a metal hand. Right. What do you You're prefer, gonna audience? That'll be landslide lost to you. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, I'd hate to put that as a story. It'd be awful. Yeah, still working. Oh. It turns Voldemort. out that Crab and Goyle's dads are just like their sons, apparently. He's going through all the Death Eaters and it says, Crab and Goyle muttered clumsily and dully, just like their sons. Well, I hope they've still got their sons' bulging muscles. <laughs> we never saw that in the film, did we? The Dark Lord's return, the Death Eaters come in a circle, two of them. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be doing a few burpees, wouldn't they? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <gasps> I know what we got to watch. What? Double Vision. P- Prince Cinders. Have you ever seen it? What's it? Sorry, I didn't hear that. What are we watching? Prince Cinders. No, it sounds brilliant. What's Prince Cinders? Like oh, Cinderella. My God. Sorry, yeah, it's like half an hour. It's on YouTube. Um, it was a old cartoon, English cartoon. Cinderella, but done from the perspective of a uh, a prince. Yeah. A prince, you know, it's like it's called Cinders instead of Cinderella. Yeah. But uh, he accidentally gets turned into. So, you know, like Cinderella wants to go to the ball. She gets a nice pretty dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince Cinders, because his brothers, his evil stepbrothers, are all like big and hairy and muscly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says to the uh, he says to the um, uh, fairy godmother, he goes, "I want to be big and hairy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she turns him into an ape. Yeah, I like that. Just but he doesn't know he's an ape. an ape. Yeah, he doesn't know he's an ape. <laughs> he thinks he's gorgeous. This sounds brilliant. Hey, let's but, watch Prince Cinders for double vision. But there's something that happens in it that um, I've, I've done ever since I saw that film. He's always gone like this. He goes, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ooh. <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you as well, the voices, the voice actors in this film. Go on. Um, Jennifer Saunders. Amazing. Uh, Jonathan Ross. Brilliant. Craig Charles. Sounds brilliant. <laughs> Who cinders? I forget. Um, oh, it sounds maybe it's, good. Maybe it's, 
Maybe it's Craig Charles. Well, <laughs> gotta get to the ball, you wazzock. Into the drink. Craig Charles references are all from Takeshi's Castle. Oh my god, and as well, fucking so it real. Sorry for potty mouth, but it relates back to uh, Harry Potter, Jim Broadbent. Hey, 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 this sounds good. Old Slugger's in there as well. Robert. Who's that? And Robert. Robert Llewellyn. Well, that rings a bell. Robert Llewellyn, who's that? Lenny Henry's in it. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. I can't wait to watch it. And listeners, it's only 26 minutes long. Oh, so we you, like that. <laughs> if you want to know what me and Lucas are going on about, you only have to watch a 26-minute YouTube clip. Yeah, and you know, with a lot of our references that's quite that's quite a small dedication 26 minutes we, we did pig heart boy which was a four hour long something <laughs> you know you have had how to long watch was pig heart boy hour and a half yeah about hours. an hour and a half yeah you have had to watch the entire austin powers series the wallace and gromit repertoire <laughs> so a 26 minutes cartoon is nothing stick it on while you're doing the ironing Mm. <laughs> I am excited about that. that sounds very strange. Mm. I'm excited too. Yeah. So Baltimore, he goes on about these. There are six. Did missing... You call him Baltimore. Yeah, I did, but then I just ran over it. <laughs> but That's cheeky. That is. I didn't call him that on purpose. It came out of my mouth wrong. He's Baltimore. He's bold. That's why you yeah. said that. Baltimore. But he says there are six missing Death Eaters. He says three are dead, one too cowardly to return. I'm not sure who that is. One he fears has left forever. Is that Snape? Or maybe that's maybe the cowardly one's Karkaroff. Mm. And a faithful servant, which we're thinking is Barty Crouch Jr. But I couldn't figure what out about wasn't bloody um think he was one though, wasn't he? Uh you can't bloody believe it. I'm a Quidditch player. Oh, Bagman. Yeah, Bagman oh, was one. Oh, yeah, maybe he's on about him then. Bagman. Because he got... Was he one? Because he said he got confused about it all, didn't he? Well, I thought he just accidentally revealed information to Death Eaters without knowing who they oh, were. Right. Oh, maybe, because right, okay. he's a coward, isn't he? Mm. Hmm, fair enough. Well, yeah. Well, and... There's some way of keeping log of all these Death Eaters. Yeah, there's no way, is there? A doomsday book or something. Hey, but we finally get confirmation that Lucius is one, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. First thing goes, oh, how did you do it? It's private. I don't want to talk about being a naked baby swaddled by Wormtail. I'll tell you what, if... Yeah, so someone asked Voldemort how did he do it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, Lucius did, yeah. I think if I was a Death Eater, I'd be like, oh, you know, just keep it brief. Keep it yeah. brief. Because he, he then goes on like a four-page monologue. No. I wish I hadn't asked. I've just come from a family well, meal, it'll be cold. It's like when you're in school and some kid in your class starts like asking the teacher questions and you're like, oh come on let's just get on with it oh i hate that or if you're at some like boring training event at work and someone goes oh any questions and you're like i'm not, I'm not asking anything and so it was oh yeah could you t tell me about this could have gone home then or they ask something really irrelevant yeah you're on you're on speed awareness course and some scouts is like, Well how come <laughs> if it's not alright to go through on red, if police officers can only go through on red when they've got the sirens on, how come they go through then turn the sirens off? Ask them individually, we don't know. <laughs> what do you want from us? I remember going on a training, I don't know if I told you about this. And it was a training for like a teenager's mental health organization we thought we were going there finding out about like 
what they offered and what services mm. they provide and stuff. They spent half the day telling us about the history of the company, which buildings they moved to, and they took mm. us on a tour of the call centre. They were like, right, this is where they take all the calls. Ah, good. Left there having known nothing additional about their services whatsoever. It was a waste of time, if you don't mind me saying. It's fair enough. Mm. <laughs> I'm intrigued by this uh, ancient magic that protects Harry when he's at the Dursleys. What weird oh, yeah, shit's that all about? You can't get somebody to go in Excuse and me? stab him. What? What weird shit is that all about? Can you like? Would you want to rephrase your question, please, Mister Kirkby? All right. What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all a bit vague, isn't it? Oh, there's ancient magic, which means I can't go to the Dursleys. Right. Some things just don't make sense to thee. Why yeah. did he have to participate in the Triwizard Tournament? What ancient yeah. magic, you know? Yeah. It's very how odd, isn't be, it? How can you be poor in the wisdom world if magic exists? Yeah. Yeah, Voldemort, my friend, says he's poor, but he's got magic and lives in like a four-story house with land. What's that all about? What? <laughs> Who's that asking Voldemort? Harry Potter? Harry, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Harry tied to the grave. Imagine, though. Sometimes I think about, you know, like saying scary situations like that, just asking irreverent questions mm. or irrelevant questions. And then, like, could you convince the Dark Lord that you're bonkers? Yeah, maybe. I think so. But Voldemort, I was thinking when I was listening to this chapter, I thought to myself, I feel like Harry's been given the opportunity to join the Dark Lord. I don't know how strong-willed I am. Do you know, like, because I'm that neutral about stuff. If the Dark Lord was like, do you know what? Do you want to join me? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, all right. Fuck yeah. it. Why not? Yeah. I'd have to have a chat with work. Uh, but One yeah. thing, I will join you. One thing I won't do, though, and uh, honestly, I'm not going to kill anyone, and that's just me. Yeah. Look, I can, you know, why do we all have to kill? You've got to have admin staff. Cannot be admin. Why do... <laughs> can, why do we all Can I be admin, kill? Dark Lord? Yeah. Dark Lord, can I be admin? Well, he just pushed a cauldron across the floor. I, I can do stuff like that. I don't want to be setting off bombs and things. Cut your hair. Are you going to be baby state again? Because I'd happily swaddle you, Your Honour. Yeah. I mean, your Dark Lord Honour. The <laughs> <laughs> Milton Nagini. Yeah. She don't need that. <laughs> she milks herself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why is everybody having to be doing awful things? What I was intrigued by was, um, so, uh, fucking, he tells the tale of how he came to be. And so Wormtail left England, went to Albania and found a gang of rats. Was, Wormtail's help with rats along the way because he's got away with rats because yeah. he transforms into a rat and he can talk to rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Voldemort, have you? What? <laughs> Scary bit of dust. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're seeing him. That way. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take him just to get to Albania? Just asking a load of French rats first. Same. Scary dust round here? No, no. Spanish. <laughs> like that montage in Thunderpants where they're touring, uh, they're touring the world with the opera show. He's asking various nationalities where Voldemort is instead of mm. Rupert Grint. And again, you'll have to watch another an hour and a half film to understand what I'm on about there as well. And then finally, Voldemort. I think it's a bravado thing, but he could just kill Harry, but he decides to untie him. Give him his wand for a duel. Oh, I just think, don't be daft, just kill him. Do you know what I mean? 
Anything could happen. Yeah, it's weird that Harry's going to get away through, you know, I don't know. Voldemort being careless. Yeah, it'd be better if he got away through brute strength. Yeah, I'd like that. Just like, just like getting his binds out of him. He finds in his pocket an enlargement suite from Fred and George, and he grows ten sizes. See, that'd be good. And stomps on the Death Eaters. Mm, mm, mm. Well, he turned Aunt Marge into a big bloating balloon without even using a wand. Imagine that. That'd be great if he turned Crab and Goyle into a great... Crab and Goyle Senior into a great bulging balloon. Crab and Goyle... Senior. <laughs> what are the chances of Bertha Jorkins being at that inn that bloody Wormtail goes into? Well, considering there's only about 200 people in the wizarding world, very small. <laughs> Fantasy you here in an inn on the outskirts of the forest of Albania. Wormtail, you're meant to be dead, aren't you? Yes, I am. You don't fancy going on a midnight stroll with me, dear? Of course I do. Of course I do, Wormtail. Of course I do, I'm on holiday. <laughs> I know. She must know of him. Mm. You're meant to be dead, aren't you? That's what they think. Oh, nothing suspicious I've been about a that. Rat. Midnight stroll? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Linked arms. Tell me, Bertha, are you afraid of evil dust? Hmm. Don't know. Well, you're about to find out. Do you mind not stroking my arm? I like you, but it's just the missing finger feels a bit weird. Wait till it's metal, baby. Uh, right, then. How many little metal hands are you going to give this chapter out of five? I enjoyed this chapter. It was all right, wasn't it? There was a lot of kind of talking... Voldemort blabbing on and on and on. Stop me being scared of him. Um, he's just rabbiting on. I think silent villains are often more scary. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he was torturing a bit, messing about. We had the Death Eaters. We found out that Lucius Malfoy is a Death Eater. It was all right, this chapter. I shall give it three little metal hands out of five. Really? For me, I loved this chapter, for it was full of everything that I need in a Harry Potter chapter. Voldemort, Lucius Malfoy, Crab and Goyle Senior, <laughs> <laughs> and Harry in a vulnerable position. Oh, and in a way, it's a bit of redemption for me for Wormtail. Yeah. Because... He's not actually... I know he's brought back the Dark Lord and he's <laughs> he's cut <laughs> Harry Potter yeah. and he betrayed Potter, Mummy, Daddy. But, you know, he's not actually killed anyone. And he, took, and he led Bertha Jorkins to her death. But he's only done all of it out of fear. He's scared of dying himself. Yeah. I think it was a very humorous chapter and I really loved it. And I'm going to give it five Metal Hands out of five. Lovely. Now, are you ready for this week's episode of Quiz? Yes. <gasps> quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 crew. Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 crew. I'm going to ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? Bye, Bobby. Bye, B. Question one. Who did Voldemort use the Crucio curse on? Avery. Excellent. Question two. How did Voldemort describe being ripped from his body? Oh, uh, I don't know. Come back to me on that one. Right, okay. <laughs> How did... Uh, what's it called? How did uh, Wormtail uh, find Voldemort's location? By accident? 
Yeah, all right, I'll take that. Uh, what did Wormtail crush with his mech land? Oh, eh. Uh... It was a twig. No. All right. Who did uh, Wormtail find at the inn? Bertha Jokins. Correct. And finally, how did Voldemort describe uh, being ripped from his body? Excruciating. Pain beyond pain. Oh. Unfortunately, you've lost the quiz. Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 Gonna ask you about Harry Potter. Lucas, how well? How well will you do? Apply <laughs> you, Wikis. And finally, we have Hedwig's droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's mm. in a beak this week, cheap cheap? Well, we have a very short Hedwig's droppings this week, but we must welcome a baby Harry to our Patreon supporters, and mm -hmm. it's Robbie! Robbie, the stork has you bundled <laughs> in a blanket. The stork is flying with you above the rooftops, but unfortunately... <laughs> Local youths start pelting the stork <laughs> with stones using a catapult. I am in a rooftop uh, garden. <laughs> <laughs> I am writing a novel. I see the stones fly up, hitting the stork in his face one by one. The stork, caring more about its own safety than yours, releases you. The bundle that you are in begins to roll. Roll, you hit the rooftop. <laughs> you begin to roll down the roof tiles. I see it all happening. I start running and running, trying to catch you. You fall from the roof. You are heading towards the earth. I jump off the roof and sprint. Well, not sprint, but I head down, pummeling after you. I know I'm not going to be quick enough. You are going to hit the uh, pavement quicker. But then I affix my legs to the wall and start running down the wall after you. I manage to grab you in the nick of time, throw you into the air, and... All that for £4.50. It's a bargain. <laughs> and yet loads of other things too bonus episodes you can get key rings, stickers if you pay a little bit more access to a recording of the live show bonus videos, early access to episodes, video versions of the podcast, there's loads of stuff and we're also doing an extra uh, a live stream of a podcast episode on the 26th of July and if you support us on any level you can get access to that and we're also raffling off our painted portraits that we did of each other uh, but that was Hedwig's droppings mm. this has been can you still hear me this has been the Pottervision podcast thank you so so much for listening as always we are on Facebook Instagram Twitter and TikTok just search Pottervision followers give us five star reviews on iTunes Spotify all that good stuff and why not leave us a review as well we're going to be at the fringe next month from the 4th till the 24th of august every day at 1 30 at the pear tree we'd love to see you there and we have a special preview of our edinburgh show with new scenes on july the 28th i believe in manchester otherwise we are here next week for episode 91 chapter 34 of book four Priori Incantatum. You have been a silver-handed Tom Lorinson. And you have been a... Uh... <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> uh, you have been the gammy raw wrist of a man with no hand, Lucas Kirkby. 
Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Potter Vision.